Yeah, I think I I embrace you in in some in some way. I embrace the the. I embrace your your energy and that's awesome man come on dudes going on you're listening to the moron bros show here at realpunkradio.com my name is keegan i'm cj and we are the moron bros every single week we are coming to you live with the worst best and craziest oh man i shouldn't i can't do worst worst can't be like because i don't want to speak bad about the i don't want to speak bad about the musicians like you know that and all the music that I we're going to play I think, I think the music like, that we're going to play is pretty good generalize society wide and I, I i don't agree that it's the worst but i think society might i mean if our numbers <laughs> are reflective you know we're not doing great but hey yeah. we're we're in the top 80% of all podcasts i do i am seeing a boom in punk rock podcasts yeah well i've seen the i think like punk rock and ska music is having a resurgence as a result of like the times yeah of cycle basically yeah rebellion is becoming popular again like and even more so like niche rebellion like actual like political action is becoming a thing that people are adults now once again have teenage angst exactly and they're just like oh i remember when i had when i felt like this before I listened to bad music, so now I need to go back to listening to bad music. Yeah. I've been listening to really bad music. Now I just need to listen to bad music. Yeah. <laughs> good music played by bad musicians, not bad music played by good musicians, which is what they've been listening to since Actually, I, I don't know. See, I, more yeah, of the punk no, I would, I would argue punk that, that I'm into is, is the reverse. I think it's bad music played by good musicians. Right. No, I'm just thinking more of like, 
what's those bands like uh like like uh like arcade fire and like those bands the that were like or something yeah well now the strokes even to an extent were not too bad they were pretty good i like well, the they, they kind of uh they were like the ogs of the arcade fire scene right right the, the yeah the the predecessor or the what is that the progeny of of the sound of the strokes those yeah. bands those what was that rockers. what was that what was the other one called oh man the arcade fire and uh arctic what's the, the arctic monkeys yeah that's it yeah there's there's is a that lot a, is that a uh a, a racial a racial thing they, a had, racial a, slur they toward, had a, they had a mixed race singer yeah but i mean when when you add the arctic to it that becomes more of the northern native peoples right Oh, so you're saying a slur against uh against like uh First Nations people of the of the Great North of Canada. Yeah. Yeah, I you know what? Never thought about it that way. Uh cuz you know, I'm not a racist, but Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm around racism all the time. I'm constantly trying to decipher <laughs> no, what I'm, is and what is I'm, not racist. Yeah, no, you're just trying to decipher. I understand. And that's a good that's a good way to th- I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's might be a blind spot on my that's on it, my yeah. end. I wasn't even thinking about it. Yeah. Let us know. Go to any of our social medias. You can find it there uh, and let us know what you think about uh, the Arctic Monkeys. Yeah. The band Arctic Monkeys, not... God damn it. Now you've turned it into a whole thing. Like, we can't even Are say there... the name of that band I, anymore. I... Because, like, the connotation... I, I, now <laughs> I can't unthink about that connotation when I say the name of that band. And so I don't want to ever say the name of that band ever again. I'm just upset that racists have just because uh, now I feel like I'm saying whatever. Like I don't even yeah. know if that's a term, I, race, but like now I feel des- like I'm they, being. They've just destroyed um, describing anything monkey-like. True, which is a shame. True. Anytime I hear anybody saying anything, that yeah. you're right, you're right. They're like an alarm goes off in my head. Like the only thing you can get away, racist. the only thing you can get away with is orangutan titties. That's yeah, the o- that's the only safe uh, monkey description to go. To. True, true. I, I think you in the full Nelson just to lick them. I think like uh, uh, ape shit going ape shit is cool. Okay. You can do that okay. one too. Okay. Yeah. Although I'm pretty sure that there are actual. No wait, no. There's there's a there's another thing. There's like another term like that that like has actual racist undertones and sounds racist. So you're like. Okay. You're like, oh, it's just a tra- turn of phrase, and you're like, you look into it, and you're like, oh no, it's it actually is yeah. bad. I think, actually, if you, I think if you look back far enough on any word in the English language, it can um, be yeah. There's, there's race, racial, uh, absolutely. Con- well, not con- even racial. I mean, even just you know, the entire English language is hate speech, is what I'm trying to say. Well, yeah, it's we use it to. Here's the thing, right? Is like, uh, so language has always been described to me as well. Not always been described to me as, but um, uh, it was described to me once, and I have never unthought this, that like language is uh, our ability to read minds. So you have a thought, or I have a thought, and the way that we communicate that to each other is by speaking, right? So us speaking is a, a way of telepathy. It's a way of reading each other's minds. But a part of human development is learning how to lie and shit. I'm not even sure where I was going with this. What were we talking about? Uh, we're talking about how the entire English language is hate speech. Oh, okay, yeah. So if somebody's a hateful person, thank you. If somebody's a hateful person, 
right? Because you were just reading their mind. Everything that they say is going to be hateful and horrible. So, like, yeah. to some extent, you can find... Like, I was thinking about this. So I'm saying we need to put language in the power of the user, not the beholder. When I was younger, there was a guy uh, who, who lived next door to my grandmother who used to use the term fem-Nazi all the time. And he was referring to his wife. Must have been a big fan of lust control. Yeah, he was referring to his wife. Whole album called Fem Nazi. When he was when he was talking about uh, fem, uh, like, oh, she's a fem Nazi is what he was. It was is yeah. the. Is but that the term also turned him on a little bit, clearly. Apparently, but then it, it, as I got older, I realized he was just a flat out like bigot. He was just a horrible yeah. bigot. He was a horrible, horrible bigot. And like when I was a kid, because I didn't realize that he was such a horrible, horrible, horrible bigot. I thought that like the term fem Nazi wasn't like a big deal. It was just like a I didn't, thing. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, it's just a way to like, you know, be mean to girls. And I'm, you know, 17, so I want to be mean to girls. Cause that's just like a thing that 17 year olds do. Yeah. And like, as I, I was like thinking about it earlier today, where I was like, damn, dude, that was like bogus. <laughs> bogus <laughs> as fuck. As I got older, I realized that that dude was just hateful <laughs> as fuck. And, like, anything he said, I shouldn't have trusted or believed, but because he was an adult, and he was saying this shit, A, a that he was saying this shit at all, but B, that he was saying this shit about his wife. I was like, oh, then it must be not that bad. And it's like, oh, no, no, he's just a terrible dude. Like, he's just not a good guy. I mean, yeah, he's one of those guys where he's like, hey, I'm not saying I'm not an asshole. Right, yeah, he wasn't telling me he wasn't a fucking total yeah. douchebag. But, like, but as a kid, like, I was like, oh, this guy's kind of cool i ended up playing hockey with that guy years later too which was interesting i mean again you know good guys come in shit packages constantly like it looks like a good guy if you were just looking at him from the outside but like you talk to him for apparently a long long time and then eventually when you're not hate filled anymore you're like oh you're hate filled (laughs) you're not that good of a guy it's gonna make for a good hockey player though he was a decent hockey player. That he yeah. was. That was that he was. Okay, so CJ, we totally just got D fucking railed. That's the new that's the new uh that's the new like thing that we do now in the first one, right? Yeah, I was trying to come up with <clears throat> words to describe what kind of music that we bring you from across the internet and more. Um somehow we ended up on the Arctic monkeys and Yeah. Anyway, uh we were supposed to have P Funk North on the podcast, on the show, on the radio show this week, uh, but yeah. they could not make it. So we are recording this on Monday rather than Sunday. Uh, but hopefully we will get them back on the show uh, sometime in the future. I think we're going to be playing some P Funk later in the episode. So stick around if you were here to check them out. CJ, how you doing, man? How you been this week? Uh, I've just been hanging out. Yeah. Yeah, trying to get shit done around the house now that the weather's getting nicer. We got soaking wet at work today. Yeah, we did. It was fucking... It was worth the extra cash, though. Yeah. Plus the two hours we got paid for on the clock. <laughs> yeah, it's just hanging out in a truck, most of it. Yeah. We were, tr- we were truck boys today. We were uh, ice road trucking. I lost my glasses over the weekend. Now, if you're watching the video, you know that I'm wearing glasses. Um, I lost them Friday night, and I did not get them back till today, Monday uh, afternoon, because they were hanging on a flower pot outside of on my back porch. I knew they were outside. 
I knew I didn't bring them in, but like I didn't know where outside they were for three fucking days. Could not find these glasses. And my girlfriend sent me a picture today. Maybe a today. bird just like seen them all shiny in the sun and just scooped them up and took them. Nope, because as soon as <laughs> Melissa showed me the picture of the planter and they were hanging on the planter, I was like, I remembered instantly that I had hung them on the planter. I was like, <laughs> mother fucker. Like, I knew it. I knew it. But now you have a spot that you know you can hang your glasses in that you will not forget to check if you can't find your glasses. True. That so is you've, absolutely You've created true. a permanent spot. Um. Uh, did you okay? Did you listen to this week's uh, uh, a weird time recorded? Yes. Okay. So, friends, um, if you have not listened to a weird time recorded, you should be listening to a weird time recorded. They're friends of the podcast. They've been on the show before. If you go check out their episodes, I believe there's a episode where they did Mbop to the top with us. And we still so haven't had both of them at the same time on our show. Have we? I thought we did. Did we? I thought we did. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. we did. We had both of them on, and then we went back on theirs. Did that happen? Thought we so. had Jared on, and we had Matt on. Okay, I, well, we'll we'll play our music. Never the and, twain have met. In the in the in the uh, when we play these next songs, uh, I'll I'll go I'll go and check. You know what? We won't put that off anymore. How about that, CJ? Because we've we've been going long in this intro. Yeah. Thanks everybody for checking us out. We're the Moron Bros. We're at realpunkradio.com. You guys, you guys are getting to know us a little bit already. If you haven't been here before, if you've been around, thank you for coming back. Uh, so the first thing we do every single week here at the Moron Bros is we play our weeks in review through song. These are songs that sum up our week or just songs that we've been jamming to all week. Not necessarily, you know, sum up the week, but just something we've been jamming to. Uh, CJ, what do you got? I've been uh, rocking dinosaur sounds by Catch Twenty Two this week, so I'm going with Beguile the time. Yeah, I always mean to listen to more Catch Twenty Two, and I never fucking do. It, it slaps, dude. It's like a uh, really, really good Streetlight Manifesto. Imagine, imagine that. Um, I uh just been jamming this song. Uh, actually, it's one of the songs that we have in the playlist to go live on Twitch. Okay. Um, uh, but I. Every now and again, I hear it and I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I'll listen to it like three or four times. And that's what I did all week this week was I've just been jamming to this song. So, Fuck the Radio by the Potato Pirates. Potato. The Potato Pirates. Uh, some cool dudes out of Colorado. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Check we out got, the Potato Pirates. Yeah, we got Catch-22 coming up next with Beguile the Time. Potato Pirates after that with Fuck the Radio. You're listening to the More Ambrose Show here at realpunkradio.com Let's check it out. If I could stand right enough, maybe I'd leave, but you gotta understand this was 22 years deep. Everyone wants love, everyone needs a place you can destroy, or you can create all that
Fuck the radio. Catch 22 before that. Beguile the time. Oh, so, <laughs> hey, uh, we had last week's episode, and um, uh, that format sucked. Uh, we don't like it. Um, I, it just felt wonky, and we yeah. felt more restricted by it than we felt anything be- good. Yeah. Trying, to make come a, it. trying to make like an extra three dollars off our podcast didn't seem worth yes uh, artistic restrictions which will become very clear in this upcoming set yeah because we had covers that we really really (laughs) wanted to play and the the restrictions weren't going to allow us to do that and that's where we draw the line making it hard for you guys is one thing making it hard for us now that's just not going to fly that's just not going to happen not on this podcast so be told i cannot play a song Especially when that song fucking it's so slaps. But more are... about that in a bit. Um, so yeah, we're going to be just doing this thing uh, the way we're doing it. Uh, we still are looking into starting a Patreon account because when we do get guests, obviously what you guys are going to get is the recording. Like You're going to get this. You're going to get the yeah. radio show. The Sometimes voiceovers. two to three hours of shit you do not hear. There's hours, yeah, of, of stuff you don't hear. Now, we're, I think, 
torn as to how we're going to format it, uh, but we're definitely going to do expanded yeah. interview sections and uh, and post that to like a Patreon for like a dollar, two dollars a month. Nothing major, nothing yeah. stupid, but just like I figured we'd do the math, like whatever Patreon takes. So we'd do it. It'd be probably like two dollars and some change, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe like three dollars, and then we each get a dollar. Yeah, something then, like that. Yeah. But either way, just I got a dollar. <laughs> yeah, just make it as as cost effective and as as accessible as possible. And plus, with Patreon, we can really just do whatever the fuck we want. So yeah. we could even play music in those podcasts as well if we wanted to. Um, so yeah, be on the lookout for all of that. We still have an all my links, so find the all my links, uh, the Moron Bros show, and you can find everything Moron Bros in one spot. Uh, so without any further ado, we get back to regular scheduled broadcasting. It's the second voiceover, so that means we're doing our musical history. Uh, obviously, we do a radio show, we do a music show, and we started listening to this music somehow. And so this segment is us telling you how. Uh, what got us here? How we got this eclectic taste in music. Started off with Garth Brooks and, and George Thorogood and the Destroyers. Yeah. It went... You know, from the age of five to seven, I mean, we had there was three weeks just yeah. in in the age of five to seven where we played a full range of music. Yeah. We had a herstory last week. We had a her. We had all females last week. It was garbage and uh, and whole. whole. Yeah. Uh. And 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 yeah. You know, and then we had. Fuck! I don't even think I played Guns and Roses. I like. I, I think Guns yeah, and Roses think, was the one that. Yeah. I, you decided least, today that we were going to jump up to eight to ten. So I was like, all right. Yeah, yeah, we're going, yeah, fuck Guns N' Roses, I don't need to play them. It was, it was a thing when I was little, little, I think it was even before five, though, so, like, that's, it's in the past, it's in the past, we're moving yeah. forward, eight to ten is our new age range here. So this would be, like, 98 to, to 2000, yep, Y2K, the years, baby. Nine, oh, my God, do you remember Y2K? Uh, I remember it, but, like, remember also... <clears throat> um, reading in a PC Insider magazine about how Windows had developed an update, so the only machines that were going to be affected were the ones that didn't update. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't as as, as like worried about. Inf- I mean, also I was a very small child. So you have to, yeah. I was going to say. So you understand my perspective. Uh, my family is a bunch of farm folk. Uh, none of them understood computers except my uncle Rick, who's like, but he's like a troll, so he doesn't give like he's yeah, not gonna yeah. reassure anybody. <laughs> like, so they're all like, "What's going on?" Well, I, I was definitely the Rick of my family because yeah, no one yeah, else yeah. knew what was going on. And I was like, oh, "Whatever you guys want to do, go for it." So whatever knowledge Rick had, he wasn't sharing with anybody. But like everybody else in the family is like, "What's going to happen? What's going to happen?" And I remember midnight hitting. Oh man, running... this just brought back man. What time period was that? I'm trying to think. Fourth what? grade. How old are you in fourth grade? Like. 10 11 okay so that'll be like the end of this period and that's that's when i got napster oh okay yeah 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 that's dude honestly well when we get to when we get to my musical history we can talk about napster because once napster became a thing that's when i started building my like i wasn't listening to cds and stuff that that were around the house 
that's when I started building my own musical library. <laughs> when when uh, three midnight days hit, for one song. I just remember running out into the front yard with like my family, and like we all went out into the front yard, and like all of the neighborhood was outside, and where everybody's like looking around, and everybody's <laughs> just like, like okay, uh, I guess yeah, that was fucking, yeah, that was that was the, the Y C K. And we and then I the street lights shut off. <laughs> like, oh no! <laughs> I distinctly remember everybody like looking at each other and kind of like being like, "Okay, happy New Year, happy New Year, everybody! Yeah. Oh my God, happy New Year, happy New Year!" <laughs> then everybody just going inside. I, I still like, uh, I still live on the south side of Chicago. Then so New Year was like a um, you can hang out in the living room and watch TV, but you have to lay as flat on the floor as possible. Right? Yeah. Kind yeah. of situation. I was living behind TDs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, in that house. That was like the last year I would live there. Actually, I mean, we would move. I would move the following winter. Okay. But anyway, uh, around this time for me was about uh, the time that I had discovered hip hop music because of MTV. Gotten really into hip hop music because of MTV. It was uh, I think it was. It wasn't MTV. It was. It was another channel. VH1. No, it was like this. They played like there were no commercials. It was it was we had a, a cheater box. Oh, uh, was it like the music, like the music it, channels? Not like, there was like not the channels like, that were like, like alternative how direct, rock. Yeah, channel. no, not like how Directv had. That's what we had. This was before like satellite TV was like that when people still had the giant satellite dishes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and uh. They played music videos all day. I seen all kinds of. I remember like seeing Lincoln Park there for the first time. Cisco's Thong song. Oh, what was it called? I know. Uh, I know what you're talking about now because it was. It was just music videos all day. Yeah, all day. And no it was like no, no nothing. And there was there wasn't even like VJs or anything either. There no, wasn't like yeah, Carson no, Daly music videos. Just go yeah. go 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 go. And I can't remember what it was. Fuck, and it, it was like a thing. Like people, yeah. it was like a, it was it was on. Uh, and I know because of like after midnight, if you go to the channel above that channel in the cheater box, right? Uh, it was porn. all it was all ladies taking showers with each other. Yeah, softcore, softcore pornography. Yeah. Great time, good time As, to be a ten year old in yeah. the late nineties. Uh, but anyway, for me, I was getting into hip hop and, uh, and by hip hop, I mean, I was listening to Eminem because that's what everybody was listening to. A little bit of uh, Nelly, a little bit of country grammar. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. This eight to 10 might be a couple weeks now that we're talking about yeah. it. Cause I also had another thought about like Blink-182. There's a lot. Yeah. Blink-182 is just about in this era. Uh, no doubt was in this era. No doubt I was never, a big one. I never got big into no doubt. I had a crush on my babysitter. Well, one of the girls that babysat me, I had a huge crush on her. She was a that's massive. Good, good. This way, she can't narrow it down to which one. Yeah, yeah. No, she was a massive No Doubt fan. That if if she if she listened to this, which I very much so doubt, uh, she would know exactly who she is. But like, it doesn't matter. No doubt. She had a huge. <laughs> she was a huge fan of No Doubt, and because of it, I listened to a fuck ton of No Doubt when I was a kid. And so, even to the point now, so like, because I'm into ska music. And people bring up No Doubt all the time, like semi-ironically. They'll bring up songs, and I know exactly which song they're talking yeah. about. I'm like, oh shit, yeah, that song. What is the one? Um, <clears throat> Our love is like water I don't know. down in abuse. I didn't like No Doubt. Strange. 
That's not. I don't think that's. I don't think that's. No doubt. Honestly, they could have. They, they could have turned turned me off on uh, Ska altogether at a certain point. Uh, I think the Nickelodeon cartoons really held it together for me. Yeah. No. Kablam! Really brought it back. Brought it home. The yeah. toasters. Which honestly could, should be falling right right around. No, it should have fell in the last era. But anyway, the real Slim Shady is a song that you were talking about, Napster. My babysitter one of the other babysitters because when my brother and sister were born they actually got us like an adult babysitter okay and so uh when we had like an adult babysitter she helped me download the real slim shady off of napster okay and listen to it before my mom did and she lost her fucking mind she was like what I got my aunt, this? my aunt this is disgusting. To buy me. yeah i got my this aunt to buy me the real slim shady uh was a very Jesusy lady. Later on, they tried to take the CD from me, but I had already listened to it. That's well, that, that was it. my it was thing. Too late. I like, was already at the at once. I had heard that album. That was that was it. I was a rebel. My mom and all of my uncles and everybody had been listening to all this like filthy music around me my entire life. So I didn't even understand why this lady was freaking out, right? Yeah. But because her and my mom were really good friends, my mom totally caved and was like, "Yeah, you can't listen to this stuff." Blah 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 blah. But, like, as soon as the lady would leave, she was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. whatever. I don't give a shit. I remember being so mad about that. Same as, like, when you were young and your ma used to, like, or at least my ma used to, like, she would be on the phone and she'd be have, like, a really nice voice. And then as soon as she'd hang up, she'd be like, you little son of a yeah. bitch. And just, like, beating the shit out of me. Uh-huh. And she used to fucking freak me out, man. Women are good at that. Yeah, they just have that switch. Uh-huh. Makes no sense. Anyway, that's my musical history for this week. Sorry. Okay, so y- your musical history is going to be the real Slim Shady, which uh, I could totally have doubled up on that with you for sure, but I'm going to try to not, not I mean, do you any overlap. Do I was thinking here. about this. I was thinking about this. If we do an overlap, it just has to be in an off week. Like, if I do Slim Shady this week, you have to, you can do yeah, a different just, song. I, just, I mean, and Eminem I, I think next it week. covers it. We just, let, okay. you know, we, we just let it be known that we let it simmer. Yeah. That the crossover is there. Okay. Um, I'm going with the, for some reason this is a big album for me. Uh, at about eight, maybe seven. Uh, Love at First Sting by the Scorpions. Okay, I think the album came out in like '84, '86, or something like that. <laughs> uh, but like I said, this is just like we're not until Napster did we get till I started curating my own music. You know, right? So this is right, just right. like the CDs that we have. You're in, always in classic rock. Yeah, right. 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 Yeah. Um, Speaking of which, when you talked about George Thorogood and the Destroyers, I totally forgot that, like, when I was a kid, the the bad part. Yeah, I remember it used to like when I was a kid, I was like, like I couldn't do it, and it became like such a fucking like thing for me. To now, like, I meet people who are like, oh, I still can't like do nothing like that, and I'm like, oh, but I can. Yeah, like I'll hit you with it all day long. Anyway, sorry, sorry, sorry. We just, no, since good. we're mentioning that there is always yeah. crossover. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going with a uh, a cover of Still Loving You off of Love at First Sting. So we have Ollie Parker's rendition of The Real Slim Shady. You're so fucking welcome for this, you guys. Dude, it is the whole reason we're going back to the original format. Like, as soon as we found out we couldn't play this song for you, we yeah, were like, it's off. We're like, okay, all bets are off. This we're yeah. just going back to the old way. We'll figure something out with the with the interviews because this song fucking slaps. If Rourke, you're riding your bike right now, prepare to ride faster. Yeah. It's so good. 
I think it's like <laughs> doubles down for you too. Were you playing trumpet yet at this time? I wouldn't start playing the trumpet until 12. Okay. But I would, yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's like foreshadowing of my future. Yeah. That I would, yeah, eventually start playing trumpet. So Ollie Oh my Parker. God, we're going to have to play fucking Smoke on the Water when, <laughs> we, get to my, when we get to 12. Fuck. <clears throat> I never got, never got into the uh, Blue Oyster Cult. The, the marching band that I was in, we played Smoke on the Water. It was like okay. our... It was like our signature song. Signature. Like we okay. always played "Smoke on the Water," and like we fucking killed it. But it was the yeah. first song I ever learned how to play on a trumpet, not guitar, trumpet and guitar, but all but trumpet first. Yeah. We live in Griffith. Where where is this water? <laughs> oh, it's just pulling into the poorly designed sidewalk. It was bong water, man. <laughs> it was bong water. Ollie Parker's uh, The Real Slim Shady. We have, what is it called? The Tropa Vibes after that. With oh, yeah. yeah. It was actually pretty solid. It, it's, it's pretty dope. Singer kills it. Still loving you. You're listening to Moron Bros Show here. RealPunkRadio.com Let's check it out.
Time, and it's time to win back your love again. I will be there. I will be there. Love, only love, could bring back your love someday. I will be there, and I will be there. I'm still loving you. 
still loving you. The Trappa vibes are a vibe. They're a vibe. Uh, and, it's, and it's Trappa. Yeah. From what I understand. From the video we've seen, it looked very tropical. It looked it looked very Trappa vibe-ish. Um Ollie Parker with his own vibe before that. You're fucking welcome, dude. Yeah. You're so welcome. Oh, stuff rules, man. Yeah. I love doing a radio show and I love finding. Here at stuff the Moron like Bros, that. we don't support jazz, but we do support a lot of jazz musicians. We dude, honestly, <laughs> it's I keep we keep saying we don't support jazz, but like a lot I of I keep jazz hearing music. really good jazz and I'm like, like well, Memphis Gophelis is I mean, yeah, but a, like a, a very angry jazz band. Or like we were listening to that show earlier today where they were talking about early chili peppers, where it was like funk meets yeah. like a little bit of like, you know, I mean, it, it's, I, I support. It's like a really bad 20 weight. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. No. Oh, that's, that's such a good way to put it. Yeah. 20 weight is just good. What the chili peppers yeah. should have 20 been. 20 weight, red hot chili peppers at their best are like just the worst version of 20 weight possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. God, I've never even thought of that. I think about it. Fuck, that's that is such a damn. Damn, CJ just blew my mind. <laughs> just blew my mind. Anyway, maybe that has something to do with all the preparation we did. For this, it's that time of week everybody. It is time for Mbop to the top. Everybody's new favorite segment here at the Moron Bros show where we read a page from Mbop to the top. An unauthorized autobiography of the band Hanson, written by Jill Cox, like a horror back in the day, Matthew. <laughs> Nobody sent us their best. Yeah, come on, Matt, you son of a bitch. Yeah, if, you got to send well, us a Jill <laughs> Matthews. He, I know you got a good one. I've heard he, you do it. He did recently say he hasn't listened to uh, the show. So, or in a minute, he's been trying oh, to get back in to listen to it. So if when you get caught up, dude, if you haven't already sent us one, we expect we one now. Yeah, yeah, I've heard you do it. You're good, you're We've heard you it. do it on the show, but even we, more so, uh, tell Jared, get Jared to do it. And we want to judge. Do it which on one's your better. show. Just you guys do it on your show, and then we'll we'll I'll cut the audio later for our. Oh show. my god, yeah, and then we'll cut the audio and we'll we'll hold a because yeah, Jared's so good at uh, sound foley. A vo- you, could uh, tell, you could tell it's his passion when it, we'll comes, put it, to a when vote. it comes to the uh, audio arts. We'll put it to a vote amongst our listeners once we cut the audios out, which which audio we cut is better. Yeah. That'll be that'll be the plan. But anyway, Mbop to the top. Everybody's new favorite segment here at the Moron Bros show. We're reading page 27? 26. 26. 26. We are on page 26. If you want to hear us read page 1, or no, the preface page, and then page one through twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have to go and listen to the backlog of episodes on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get podcasts, as well as one episode on a weird time recorded. Uh, I believe page nineteen or eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Something that we like did that. on a weird time recorded. That's Just what go we gotta and get find both of those guys on the show because Matt needs a, We need to get him a juicy page. Yeah, we do need to get him a good page uh, for Bob to the top. But anyway, page 26. From taking their new instruments on the road immediately. Yeah, if you want to know how that sentence started, you got to go back. Yep. yep. Ike explains, we really wanted to play, so we just got out there and did it. We love the instruments. Put it this way, Taylor says bluntly. We got the drums and the instruments. I like how they don't consider drums to be an instrument. 
Wait, what do you mean? Well, it says, he says, put it this way. We got the drums and the instruments. Well, I think, so when you're looking at it from their perspective, right? Like, drums are such an unwieldy thing that it's hard to call. It's like a, a collection of instruments. Yeah, I suppose. So it's like it's its own thing. Like, they're children. They're t- Remember, again, we have to also keep in mind that at all times, no one when that is speaking when they're quoting the Hanson is above the age of 15. Like, when they're making these quotes, probably. Right. So, I, like, I don't know. Who knows? So, so let's, let's be I don't charitable. I know which one. I know that Zachariah is the young one. That's <laughs> He's, I think he's like 11 when they fucking, okay. when they, in like 96. We got the drums and instruments. He's like 10. I think he's 10. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. So nuts. And a week later, we played live. But that doesn't mean we were good. We, we I was holy live. shit. Uh, it just means we got of, out there and did it. That's the story of so many punk bands. Yeah. We just got the instruments, and then the following week, we went out there and fucking did it. That's how the fucking germs started, I'm pretty sure. Possibly. Uh, those first few times out with instruments didn't go without hitches. You the boys hadn't reworked their stage quite enough. We used to have a lot of dancing in our act, Taylor says. So when, <laughs> so when we first added instruments, we'd switch off. We'd play. We'd dance. Oh my fucking god, dude. Imagine being the, the, the guy at the VFW who like walks in and you not only see these kids doing like fucking Fortunate Son really bad. Yeah. But also But then no, take even... off all then all of them take off all their instruments and just do a dance routine and then all get back behind their instruments you're... and start playing another song. No, you're clapping, you're like, okay, well they did they did uh they did a pretty good version of uh uh what's that? Simple man. Yeah. Good job. Good job. And then like and then you just see them putting all their guitars down, you're like, Oh, they must be taking a break, getting done. And then they're like, All right, this next song is called and it's off our first album, Boomerang. Yeah. And they just start like dancing and shit. Uh-huh. And they're singing. And you're like, this, I, what? I'm, dr- I'm hammered. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And then they finish. And then they go and get behind the instruments again. They're like, all right, this one, here's Freebird. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, how do I do this? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> There's a lot now. You're like looking at all the other dudes in the place, like real weird. Like, who the yeah. fuck is this marketed towards? <laughs> like, why am I in this spot? Did I did I stumble upon a fucking meeting that I wasn't supposed? And Walker to comes be in. And he's like, "Here's a tenor. Keep clapping. I'm an oil man. An oil man. Give me a dirty martini." And then he slaps some chick on the ass. Extra dirty. Because yeah. I'm an oil man. See, I love how we just have a B plot going. Yeah. <laughs> Like, well, the B plot of of what Walker is doing is going to be the best part of this. We all know who's pulling the strings, dude. Walker is making it happen behind the scenes. Because think about it, like they're they're like I said, fucking Zach is ten. When I was a nineteen year old with a band, booking and getting out places was not easy. Like it was pretty difficult. And like we we played music with other bands that sounded similar to us. Now, granted. You can make arguments as to like me being a shithead and you guys didn't dance and we didn't fucking dance. Right. Oh, we got me. We made people dance. We made people. dance. Yeah, but you guys didn't dance. Yeah, we didn't dance. It was I danced. I danced a fuck ton. I don't care what anybody says. But anyway, we did all that to think that this like 10 year old and a uh, a 10 year old, a a 14 year old and like a 16 year old made all this happen. 
I just don't fucking believe it. By the way, also, the age gap between Isaac and Zechariah is so fucking massive. Like, the idea that, like, he in any way was taking creative input yeah. from Zechariah is so unbelievable. <laughs> it's the most unbelievable part of their entire story is to say that Zechariah had anything to do with writing any of these songs. If I was Taylor or Zach or, or Isaac, I'd have beat the fuck out of him if he would have said a word. But, yeah. that, but again, as a 14-year-old, I wouldn't do that now. But as a 14-year-old, oh, man, if my brother tried to tell me, like, hey, I think you're playing that too fast, I'd be like, oh, really? I'm going to bounce your I head off the fucking... i punch you right in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. But, dude, we sound like a bunch of punks or something. <laughs> All right. Isaac admits that as a guitarist, he had a long way to go. That first song we did with the guitar, I really didn't know the chords in that key. Oh. So I ended up playing this kind of riff thing. <laughs> Never mind. The narrative has just been flipped on its head. Zachariah <laughs> was the only one who knew how to play his now, fucking hold on, instrument. Hold on. Okay, okay. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Zachariah had his early problems, too. Oh, here we go. When we first started, these secondhand Ludwig drums that I had wouldn't stay still. They'd roll around the stage brother he didn't have a fucking carpet under him he had no yeah. idea he had no idea you gotta, he put was, it, you gotta a couple 15 pound weights he's just something. a boy he's just yeah. a boy how would he have known and fucking walkers in the back getting hammered hitting on yeah, cocktail waitresses no he's not even paying attention he has no he's idea playing, what's yeah he's just playing grab ass he's like we get paid i get paid 120 dollars whether they play good or not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i get it all set up i walk away I come back in dirty martinis and grab I, ass. I come back in 45 minutes. At the end of 45 minutes, I gather the boys. We leave. That's it. I don't know. I don't know what you want from me. I'm an oil man. Oil. Uh, we got what a paragraph and a half left here. He he dr speeds off in a two seater. They take the fuck bus yeah. home. At this point, it's a fuck fan. But it'll become yeah. a fuck bus soon enough. It's a very spacious fuck fan. It's, nah, I mean, they got the drums in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a trans. <laughs> the transition from straight acapella vocal group to an actual band was awkward at best. And the boys knew they'd have to rethink certain aspects of their stage show. It didn't have to be. Like, dude, it, it didn't have to be. It took a little time to practice. Yeah, you, you could have just been like, Fuck the the acapella shit. Like, let's just play the instruments. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Fuck. Eventually, as they improved on their instruments, they decided to ditch the dance steps altogether and give their all to just singing and playing. And eventually, they were happier with the results. Now, Isaac asserts, singing and playing together has just become second nature. Let me let me say what he actually meant to say. Now, I'm gonna get laid. Yeah. Instead of getting laughed at by everybody, because I guess up the fuck bus, we're going to Idaho. <laughs> uh, God damn. Page 26. That was page 27 of Mbop to the 26. Top. 26 of Mbop to the Top of everybody's new favorite segment here on the Moron Bro Show. Mbop to the Top, an unauthorized autobiography of the band Hanson, written. By Jill, old cocksucking whore from back in the day, Matthew. That's right, you heard it, Jill. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Matthew. That's her language, not ours. That's how she would say her name, not us. 
That's, I mean, those are the only actual words she can make out in spoken word. She's always I, sucking on a dick. I'm going to laugh so hard when it turns out that like Jill Matthews is like somebody really fucking famous and she hears this somehow. And we, and I she's hope, very yeah. angry. <clears throat> or maybe act. she wouldn't be because it's a pseudonym. I'm saying that we should probably both make uh, Jill Matthews our celebrity pass just for when the time comes because she knows she's, she's going to want to put it in her mouth. Wait. I love that when we were on, speaking of a weird time recorded, uh, we were talking about them on skateboards and Jill Matthews still blowing them also on a skateboard, like the camera guy. Like, I, I think about that imagery all the time. <laughs> all the time. Oh. And I just laugh. Yeah, dude. Oh, God. Uh,. So now that we're done with Hanson, it is Toofer, Toofer, Toofer Tuesday here on the Moron Bro Show. It's Tuesday, and that means that we're going to play two, two, two songs from one of the bands that we have chosen. Uh, actually, CJ, uh, I always forget that this exists, what we're about to play. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I always it, forget that it's it heavy exists. in rotation. And then you bring it up. And I get so excited because I'm like, oh, my God, this is just this is going to be a whole day. Yeah, that I get to just listen to dope songs here and there because like, I don't listen to albums all at once. I usually listen to like two or three songs at a time. I go and I do other stuff. I take my headphones out at work and then I'll come back to listening to music while I'm doing shit. So, like, I love that this is this is going to get me through a whole fucking day. I'm so excited. Yeah. It's a good, it's good high energy stuff. We've got the Vandals Shingo remix album, and we are playing two songs off of that. The first being "Appreciate My Honesty," the second being "Little Weirdo." You're listening to the Moron Bro Show here at RealPunkRadio.com. Let's check it out.
there it's on youtube uh, i think it's on spotify and stuff like that too i mean our yeah. music our music history is debatable oh wait no no the music history was bangers too i was gonna say if we played like the normal versions of those songs then our music music history would be debatable but i think this whole episode has just been front to back bangers like so far front to back bangers yeah yeah i think we're nailing it um music <clears throat> and i think yeah. you know, podcast wise we, we're not too bad which is why we can't can't be uh, hindered by the Spotify format. Absolutely not. We shall not, will not. Otherwise, you guys have been listening won't. to the Scorpions and Eminem today. <laughs> Dude, think about how shitty this show would have been if we had to play the Scorpions and Eminem. Fuck. Oh. But instead, you got to hear two badass remixes, and then you got to hear all the other music that we're playing, and all the music that we'll get to play in the future. Thank you so much for hanging out with us on a Tuesday. You could be hanging out anywhere, and instead... You're here with us, and we couldn't be more appreciative. Anyway, we got one last thing to do here before we get out of here. Our last segment of the show, it's our death pool. Each week, we try to select somebody that we think is going to die between this show and the next. If we get it right, we will have a pizza party here on the show. Now, it's not necessarily somebody that we want to die, but it's somebody that we think is going to die. And as long as death is going to be a thing... We might as well get a pizza out of it. And if you go to any of our social medias, and uh, that's within all my links, The Moron Bro Show, you can find all our links there. Go to any of them. Find our weekly post for this episode. Let us know who you think is going to die between this show and the next. If you get it right, we will send you a pizza via DoorDash or Grubhub or however. We'll get you a pizza. We'll get you a pizza. Uh... And uh, no matter if you get it right, if we get it right, doesn't matter. Fucking, we'll cash app you the money to order a pizza. Or yeah. we'll even get you the money to order yourself a pizza. Look at that, CJ. Because, yeah, because yeah, like, I know we have some international listeners, and we still want to make good on our promises. So that is how we'll do it if we have to. But we'll, and we will cover the transfer rate. Right, and we want to see you got you got to post pictures of like you know your pizza and stuff. It'll be great. It'll be a fun time. It'll be awesome. But you have to go to our social media and make the pics. No matter if you get it right, if we get it right, doesn't matter who gets it right, we will make a donation to the People's Pizza Party of Chicago, a nonprofit organization that gives pizza and supplies to the houseless of the city of Chicago. Uh, they're an awesome organization, and even if you don't take play, tar- <laughs> take part in the, uh, the, the death pool, you should definitely check out that organization. Last week, CJ, who did we have? I had uh, Dick Cheney. Okay. And you had Joe Pecci. Oh, I did have Joe Pecci. Didn't get Joe Pecci. <clears throat> no Joe Pecci. But that, but that is one we need to watch out for. Okay. I think I think Joe Pecci was going to be one because, like I said, I mean, when you know, when 
when one goes, the other is soon after, and that's that's uh, you know, uh, Ray Liotta is yeah. to Joe Pesci that, right? Uh, that's how Italian men work. They have like, they have like a a soul brother that they yeah. that they're yeah. like linked to. That like when that guy dies, they die. I thought it was. I thought that he he absorbed the other. That they absorbed the other one's power. Oh fuck, dude! Maybe I'm backwards, and that's you're right. So now Joe Pesci's because like what happens is, is like is what happens because, is like yeah, is that guy because, will leave him all his gold chains. Yeah, everybody knows mm-hmm. that all the Italian man's Powers power is in his gold chain. Gold chains for sure. Oh my God, you're so right. So because Ray Liotta dies at 67, Joe Pesci gets to be 104. Yeah. Okay. No, I get you. So. Let's take Joe Pesci off the table. We we got to leave Joe Pesci <laughs> to the side now with this new Italian man math that we're doing. But I I'm loving it. Ba 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 ba. I'm loving it. Um. Ba da ba. Ba da ba. I'm loving it. Ba-da-bing. So we're <laughs> ba da bing. I'm loving it. <laughs> and it, <laughs> <so> <laughs> it's at the McDonald's. Anyway, so uh, we have our this week's death pool picks. Uh. Shit. We talked about uh, terrible, horrible, hateful people at the beginning of this episode. We said people who are full of hate will always just be hateful and they'll and they'll always do that. Uh, and it made me think of my pick this week, which is Henry Kissinger. Uh, he's a very hateful man. Terrible. Personifies American imperialism and uh, he's almost 100 years old. So I'm going to get some fucking pizza out of that man's death. I'm going with uh, somebody I was Surprised to find out it was even still alive, uh, you know, because of uh, war crimes. Yeah, well, I mean, not even war crimes. Gorbachev. Yeah, Gorbachev's the one who made. Who? Oh, I'm sorry, you didn't even say it. My bad. Well, I mean, it's Gorbachev. Yeah. Okay. Well, he didn't. He didn't. He he's the one who opened Russia to the West. He's okay. effectively the guy who ended the Cold War. Okay. He's the, the the Mr. Gorbachev tear down that wall. Oh, okay. That was no, what I was I was, I was doing. I was. <laughs> why did you think I was doing that in between? I mean, who doesn't love a good uh, gay Vincent, Ronald Reagan? Uh, yeah. To me, it's it's Vincent Price. That's that's a Vincent oh, Price. Oh, you were do- Oh, you thought I was doing Vincent Price? Yeah. Okay. And who doesn't okay. love a good Vincent Price? I mean, come on. I thought Vincent Price was like more more effeminate than that. Far more effeminate I, than that. I think. I think the way you just did it, like, was almost a uh, one-to-one ratio. Of it, of Mr. Gorbachev, tear, tear down, down that, that well. Yeah, no, that's you're, not. You're, no, you're I don't doing. Know. You're doing it good. Okay. Uh, we'll, 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 Mr. I, Gorbachev, they, they do a, gay. I'm telling you, like that was yeah, what I was no. doing. They do to, a lot of um, on Harmontown. There, there's a lot of tribute to Vincent Price. <clears throat> are uh, you? Are you sure? Yeah. I, I, we'll go. We'll go into it. I thought Vincent Price was more like a like a high pitch, like he was more up here, like it was like around there was like a Vincent Price. No, he's velvety. He's velvety, but also like high. It's weird. He's got a very unique voice. Oh, you know what? He does do like a low voice and a and like a more yeah. Because he used to do like the intro to horror stuff and stuff. I know. Yeah, I know what you're. uh, Maybe I'm. I maybe I'm thinking of a different guy. Fuck, we got to look this up. But anyway. CJ, send us your favorite. Your, send us so your favorite Vincent Price on oh, any social medias. Oh. It's the Moron Bro Show at all the social medias. Get your votes in. Uh, all my links, the Moron Bro Show. If you want to find out, uh, have like links to click on. 
go like i said once again all the social media is the moron bro show um you can't let me talk anymore, dude. If I keep yeah. talking, I'm just going to keep fucking I'm going. Trying to dude, all the we got two Find us on more Twitch songs. After yeah. this is over, find us on Twitch. We got two more songs coming up after that. P-Funk North couldn't be with us here in person, but they are here with us in song. Um, this is off their Jukebox Live album. Which is, is a sick version of their songs. They're it fucking, it's, it's actually pretty it good. Jams. I was very excited to have them on the show. And then like, <clears throat> as I was getting into listening to this album, they messaged me and they were like, hey man, uh, we had an emergency. We can't be on the show. I was like, oh, okay. I hope everything's okay with them. I hope they're all good. Yeah. Uh, they said they were. So uh, we're hoping to reschedule. <gasps> but we've got like a lot of really cool fucking guests coming up uh, in the next couple of weeks. So please, please, please keep coming back. I think, can we, do you want to leak, leak it like right now that like, I think it's Wraith next week. Is it Wraith next week? I don't know. You're the, we're the, you're the, you're the guy. I think it's Wraith. I think we got Wraith this weekend. Okay. Ooh. So if you're a big Wraith fan, if you like Wraith, uh, definitely get yeah, over extra here. metal show next week. Oh my goodness. I, I'm, I got to double check our schedule. I know we have Wraith coming up. Uh, so we got P-Funk coming up off their Jukebox Live album with Crazy. Fifth year anniversary of Love Haas from Danny Rebel and the KGB. Love that album. We are finishing the show off with I Apologize. You're listening to the Moron Bro Show here at realpunkradio.com. I'm CJ. I'm Keegan. Hail Satan. Thank you guys for listening. Come back next week. Hail Satan.
Yeah. 